or because we have the potential of doing greater things. We need some humility and understanding and perspective here. The reason why we are where we are is because of the blessing of God. But you want to know what? Remember, be humble. Yeah, I know that as a matter of fact, when I begin to think of this position that I have, it is really a very humbling experience. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sabi mo sa Panginoon, Lord, it's, you make it right now. Uh, I don't have the skills of the previous one. I don't think I can fill his shoes. And the Lord very calmly said to me, did I ask you to fill the shoes? I want you to walk in the shoes I gave you. Ah, okay. Alright, no problem. If you gave me this, then I will have to trust you for the grace uh, for me to be able to fulfill this. But you want to go back. Because I never, never uh, dreamed in my life that I would be a prophet. As a matter of fact, uh, there was a question before in the House of Bishops. And Peter was there. And somehow the question came up, uh, who do you think uh, the prophet would be? And since he was looking at me, I pointed to somebody else. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay? Not because I was afraid, no, I guess I was nervous also. But, not even the training of Daniel. Okay? And I thought, you know, that maybe he's more qualified. But see, sometimes, what seems qualified in our eyes, uh, when we judge it from the point of view of man, is not the same from the point of view of God. It's the same thing that Samuel the prophet made the same mistake. Because God said, you go to the house of Jesse because you will anoint the king of Israel. Susanuki, King Saul, is going to come to the house of Jesse. But he did not tell Samuel who that person is going to be. And so Jesse said, uh, the name is Eliab. And sa kanila magkakapagin ng lalaki, siya yung pinakbarakan. Siya yung pinakabatibulo. Or in today's language, he was a hunk. Okay? And so, iniisip niya, ito siguro yung pinili ng Diyos. I mean, he's so regal, he's so majestic, his uh, presence commands attention. This must be the king that God is talking about. And God said to Samuel, be careful that you make judgments like that. I see, God sees not like man sees. For God looks at that, at the heart, not the outside. Physically, from the outside, Eliab was imposing. Okay? God said, he's saying. And so, he's not that name of him. He's not that and David came along and he was just, you know, uh, a young Peter, I guess, and he was standing his feet, you know, he mentioned intimidated by the content, was not, he did not look regal, he did not look imposing. His presence did not command attention the way Eliab did, but the moment he came in, maybe Samuel was not even impressed with him, but God said, he's the one. But you want to know what? And I have to keep on reminding myself of that, that God has purposes uh, uh, and ways of fulfilling his purposes in a way that he can be satisfied in our But you want to know what? And so, uh, this is the time that we want to be able to do what God wants us to do. We have entered into an interesting time. Okay? And I believe I received guidance from the Lord uh, as, as I observe the Holy Scriptures. Because I always want to be able to deliver my messages based on the Holy Scriptures. This is something that God showed me from a very long time. I remember in 1985. Was it 1985? Yeah. Was it, uh, 1985, I think. And uh, we were in Magdalena Theater, 
yung nakakayo pa ito. And uh, uh, Pastor Tom was not there because of broad teaching. But there was supposed to be a teacher who would be coming in from abroad. And I guess a delay in flight or something. He wasn't there yet. So I think something, uh, praise and worship. Let's start the praise and worship. So we were praising and worshiping God, and while we were praising and worshiping God, pumasok si Brother Bobby, kasama niya yung, yung, uh, uh, yung magputuro. Ang pangalan niya ay si Griffin. Okay? I just remember the last name. He just came off the plane. He was jet lagged. Okay? It was Wednesday evening, and, you know, uh, we were praising and worshiping, and suddenly, nung natapos na, nag-introduce ni Brother Bobby, and so he came to the front and he just started talking about discipline, you know, message. After he finished his message, he went back because he was going to the door. While he was going to the back, he stopped. And then he turned around. I was seated on the second row because Asherah Konami. After you in charge of the second row, first row was third, fourth, and fifth. Okay? And then he started pointing to me. And he said, You have been able to walk in my word, and you have seen how it has helped you. I am sending you to your people. And I want you to teach them how to walk in my word. That's just one of the messages. And that's the reason why I try to be faithful to this. God has called you to teach you the word of God. I will. Hindi na nakakasawal. For some people, maybe nakakasawas nila. But, it's not. The word of God endures forever. Aliwala ko ba? So, if there's a message for tonight, it's this. We cannot take things for granted. But live out the things we, we learn from the Lord. We cannot take things for granted. But we live out the things we've learned from the Lord. Okay? See, one of the things we need to understand, the teaching of the Word came to us, not so that we can be impressive with everything that we know. Sabi nga ni St. Paul, knowledge pops up. If all you're after is having information, and you take pride in knowing a lot of things, it the tendency is for you to have pride. Let no one go out as an aside. Okay? But the reason why we want to be able to learn the Word of God, because as in the Sabbath's Holy Scriptures, and this is from the words of Jesus, from the abundance of the heart, what? The mouth speaks. What comes out of the mouth? Words. So we're not here in order to learn everything that God knows. We cannot do that. We're not God. We're sons of God, yes. We're heirs of God, yes. But we're not God. We are partakers of the divine nature. Because when we surrendered our life to Jesus, He took out our sin and gave us His life. So we have His life. Okay? But there's a part of us that needs to conform uh, to his way of thinking, we have a soul. Our soul uh, is composed of our minds, our wills, and our emotions. And what does God want to do? What does God want for us to do? He wants us to train our minds so that we might think like He thinks. But He wants to go He wants us to master our emotions so we are not controlled by our emotions, but rather, we control them. He wants us to align our wills to His will. Okay? God is not going to break our will. He gave us that will. But He wants us to say, God, from now on, what you want, that's what I want. Your will is now my will. He wants you to voluntarily surrender to Him. God is not wanting slaves who have no choice. 
in order to do what he wants. Okay? God wants sons and daughters who because they love him, sons and daughters choose to think the way he thinks. Dad, I'll think that way because you're my dad. I want that because that's what you want. I believe that because that's your reality. I'll choose that because that's what you have chosen for me. But you want to go up. Sons and daughters who will walk in the image of God voluntarily. Okay? Sons and daughters that when God deals with us, we don't struggle with God. We don't fight with God, but rather we surrender to Him. We understand our God is our Father who loves us and what He's doing in our life is something that will make us or cause that image is raising us to come forth in such a way that it will reflect Him throughout all creation. Money Okay? So, it was sort of fucking on, and uh, that's one of the reasons why we're learning many of the things of God. That's why we go to the Word of God. Because only the Word of God has the ability to do that. Okay? And God is not asking us to put into practice something that we haven't learned. It cannot be done. God is wanting us to put into practice the things that we have learned about faith. They will learn about meditating in the Word of God about faith. They will learn about decreeing or confessing the Word of God over problems. Yes, we have. But not many people have been getting into that. What do you want to know about? They will learn about prayer. Yes, we have. They will learn about agreement in prayer. At least everybody say, that in my practice, not they know. What do you want to know about? What if there are problems that are taking place in the world? What if you've heard or watch the news, the Al exploded or this earthquake hit that, or there's a fire in Manila, and because of that, the, uh, the, the highway, the superhighway collapsed. Do we look at that and say, or what about the coronavirus? Do we walk in fear towards that? See, we have the power to defeat these things. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much, or as another translation says, it makes tremendous power available. Do we wag our hands? Or do we say a prayer believing that God is able to do something? about the situation. See, we've learned that, but it's time to put it into practice. As a matter of fact, we have opportunities in order to put things uh, in effect what's going on in the world. We have our daily office of prayer. Monday, we pray for the body of Christ. Tuesday, we pray for the Philippines. Wednesday, we pray for families. Thursday, we pray for our denomination. Friday, we pray for the world. And there are people who know how to pray. Sometimes they show up, sometimes they don't. That's what I mean. Marijuana Kuba. Be counted, because this is the time God is asking you to be counted. This is the time He's bringing the body together. We, we have confessed and agreed. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. How is it going to look like? But as we follow the Lord of God, it's going to take place. Are we going to be under one denomination? I don't know. I don't think so. But because all of us are following the Spirit of God, we're thinking like He thinks. We're moving where He wants us to do. And whether we recognize or realize it or not, we are doing what we're supposed to do, and it's helping the other people in the body of Christ fulfill also what God is wanting them to do. When we have a convocation, you can see that go forward in your divine destiny. God has a divine destiny for us. We're not here because uh, God was born one day and so He just created us for His amusement. No, we were brought into the world. God is a very deliberate person. 
what He created us. He created us in this time where we are right now, and I believe this is an exciting time. Because we are in a time where I believe we're going to see the greater works. We're in a time where we are in the beginnings of the move, the last move, before Jesus Christ comes again. Hello? Hello? So sabi ni Sarah dito, we're not supposed to take things for granted. The things that we've learned, this is not for discussion purposes only. This is not to show somebody that we know something about the Word of God. The reason why God is teaching us those things is because He wants us to be conformed in His image. He wants us to act like He acts. He wants us to talk like He talks. God is bold. He's not defensive. God is calm, He's not panicking. God is not threatened by anything. He's a roaring one. And God wants us to be the same thing this world today. Because we are His sons and His daughters. And God has shown us from the Holy Scriptures. Even though He can do it alone, God never intended to work solo. The glory belongs to Him alone. But He never intended to work by himself. He wants to work together with us. He wants to work together with his church. Okay? Okay, our scripture for tonight is Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 to 16. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Okay? Now, what does it mean that somebody goes, see that you walk circumspectly? Okay? In the, in, in, in the, uh, in the margin of my Bible, mentioned Paul and the word circumspectly, it simply means to walk carefully. Now, accidentally careful, if you so that you're all, always afraid to do something about it by yourself or something. In other words, uh, he wants you to live intentionally. Hindi haphazard, hindi bara-bara, hindi basta-basta yung buhay natin. He wants us to live with purpose. I, I, I'll read this from uh, the Amplified uh, version of the Bible, the, the modern Amplified. See, so there's an Amplified classic, which is the original, and there's the modern Amplified one. This is from the modern amplifier. Therefore, see that you walk carefully. And then, what does it mean? And parenthesis, what does it mean to walk carefully? It means living life with honor, with purpose, and with courage. Okay? And let's talk about this thing. So, the first thing that God is wanting to emphasize to us is that we are living these exciting times. It just doesn't want us to float around. Okay? There is the move of the Spirit. He doesn't want us to swim against what the Spirit is doing. He doesn't want us to uh, sit down on the shore and just watch the flow of the Spirit. He wants us to flow with the Spirit. Okay? See, the Spirit is a gentle Spirit. The Holy Spirit will lead us. The Holy Spirit will not drag us. I've seen caveman uh, uh, pictures before of a caveman dragging her uh, wherever he wants to go. This is something that the Father will never do. This is something that Jesus will never do. And this is something that the Holy Spirit will never do. As a matter of fact, there was a time when Jesus Christ was preaching. And he talked about his body and his blood. He talked about eating his flesh and drinking his blood. And there were some people who were offended by this. Okay? And according to John 6, 66, they left him. 6, 6, 6. They left him, the number of the Antichrist, right? And then he looked at his apostles. And he said, what about you guys? You also want to go with them? No, we are going to stay with you. He's not someone who will drag us into his purposes. 
Maliwan po ba? The Lord walks and we follow. Yan ang sabi niya. He who follows me. When we follow the Lord, we are making a choice. Okay? To walk after Him. Spirit, the Bible says, those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? Sons of God. Not just children, but sons. Okay? Because children, not really having the maturity, sometimes fights against what God wants him, what, what, what God wants for him. Okay? He argues with the Spirit of God. But when we become mature in the Lord, we don't fight the Spirit of God. We follow. What if what is not saying? Sorry that uh, I get arguing with you about this. I understand now. This is you, and I am going to change my point of view. I'm going to change my opinion. I'm going to change the way I, I've grown up. I am going to change my believing, my values, my policies according to you. Maliwana Okay? The Spirit of God will lead. We allow ourselves to be led by the Spirit of God. Maliwana And when the Spirit of God leads us, He doesn't lead us into nothing. He doesn't lead us, uh, and then, you know, when things become difficult, No. It might go troublesome, but it will eventually give way to victory. The Bible says that the Spirit of the Lord led Jesus Christ into the wilderness so that he might face Satan. And that led to a victory that will put out Satan's do you understand what I'm saying? Hello? So, basically what it means, uh, the first point that I share with you verse would be live with care, live carefully. What does that mean? So I'm making my view from the Amplified Version of the Bible. To live with care means to live with honor. What does that mean to live with honor? To live with honor means to live with integrity and honesty. Okay? In other words, if you are a person with integrity, that means I can rely on your word. If you say something to me, I am going to believe that you're saying that because you need that. Not because you just want me to believe in something, but actually that is not the money that I have. A person of integrity does not have hidden or ulterior motives. But you want to go back. He is a person of integrity, the same way that God is a God of integrity. Why can we have faith in the Word of God? Because God is a God of integrity. But If God doesn't do the things that He's promised, we will not have any testimonies. If God does things because if only uh, He's only moved by His emotions, one day He just wants to fulfill promises, the next day He doesn't want we never have our testimonies. Something that the word of the Lord endures forever. My word will not return to me void, but it will do what I've sent it to do, and it will prosper the thing for which I've sent. It's one of the reasons why I post the things I post on Facebook. I mean, we have all of this fear about the coronavirus. How do we wear a mask? I posted that two ways to wear a mask. You don't have to And then there's this doctor that says, there's only one way. Where are Okay? We're all afraid of this coronavirus. And I'm not saying for you not to take precautions. You want to wear a mask? Why don't you wear a mask? And I said, I'm not, we don't know what it be. I said to my son, Jack said, buy some masks. This is a confined space. Okay? But you don't do it in the spirit of fear. So that seems to be pervading. It's a coronavirus. And so claims are getting canceled. Uh, if you're a Filipino citizen and you have, you're going to travel somewhere that was on stop over in Hong Kong, you cannot. If you're coming from abroad and you're a Filipino citizen and you pass in Hong Kong, but the people go for 40 days quarantine. I'm just going to be Because you can't do the plan of so Do you understand what I'm saying? 
Okay? I need to talk after that place. So, nilabas ni sinabi ng Panginoon, based on Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. I am the Lord of Eden. There was a time people said, I am the new coronavirus. Nothing can stand in my way. No medicine can take me. Nilabas ko nga yung I am the Lord of Eden. After more than 130 nights already, they're posting it in their Facebook pages. And that's exactly what I want for it to do, for it to go viral. Because God is greater than the fear. And if there are people who are carriers of the coronavirus, I want you to understand, you are carriers of the presence of God. You are carriers of the anointing of God. You are carriers of the power of God. There should come a time that when the power and the glory of God shines from us, people with coronavirus, when they cross your path, they'll get healed. The same thing that happened to the woman with the issue of God, nahawakan niya yung tela. Imbis na mahawa si Cristo, the woman nahawa ng healing niya. Imbis na tayo ang mahawa ng coronavirus, pagkinigan natin yung angin niya, pag huminga tayo sa atmosphere, we breathe healing, and people who are breathing the air around us will get healed. Okay? Yan ang gusto na panginoon eh. If they have bad breath, they have divine breath. I mean, if the breath makes you sick, that's really bad. Kaya mahamot, di ba? Divine breath is what we need and that's what we're moving on. The divine, the divine breath of God, the spirit of God. Maliwana po ba? But that's what it means to live. You, you, you live with integrity. You live with honesty. You're not pretending before God. You're humble before God. God, this is what you say. This is what I'll do. You're not pretending to be a Christian. You're not playing a big Christian. You're serious about uh, uh, serving God. You're serious uh, about praying. You're serious about the things of God. You don't take it for granted. That's what it means to live with honor. Okay? The first, the first thing you need to do is to live with honor before God. God, I'm yours. My heart is yours. You know, pag pumupanda tayo dito sa, sa Sunday, and we hear that, and the deacon says, we shall love the Lord and God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. Hindi na tayo pinatamangang ng mga sakit. It doesn't stay anymore because when He speaks to us, ganun lang natin ang ginagawa natin. Maliwanan po ba? Hello? Are you learning from this? Okay? So to live with honor, integrity, honesty, it also needs to live with respect. We are living in a very sarcastic world where people don't respect anybody anymore. I mean, I was just watching the uh, State of the Union address of the American president, and there's this lady behind her, okay. President Trump is a Republican, this lady behind her is a Democrat. And, you know, Trump is speaking. This Democrat takes the speech of Trump, but they call his name, and she tears it in front of the TV. She tears it in front of people. There's a reaction. My mom always told us to be respectable, even to people we don't agree with. If my mom were uh, alive today, do you understand what I'm saying? Okay? It's like you don't want to give proper respect to anyone anymore. Well, to give it honor is to give God the respect that is given to you. That's why we have sacred spaces. This is not just an ordinary house. It is the house of God. This is not just an ordinary table. It's not a prop. It is the altar set aside for the things of God. This is not just ordinary pulpits that when a politician comes along, you cannot use the pulpit because the pulpit is only used for the word of God. You want to talk to us outside? Can I talk to you inside? Not really. Not us. Because here, we advance God's purposes. You understand what I'm saying? So there must be that element of respect. 
that image of honor. Because our God is a God of honor. Amen. And there is ceremony in heaven. There's some guys who have to say, Yeah, because there's ceremony in heaven. Okay? There's a procession in heaven. And they do that. So we do it here also. What do you want to go about? Okay? So the other one is how you is to live with purpose. What does it mean to live with purpose? That means you live in direction. You live with an aim. Okay? It's like, you know, if you're, if you're uh, uh, in, a, in a contest, okay, like let's say basketball, you just don't, it, it, you usually, but that's how you bola, right? And you don't say goal at the That's where you inbound the ball. And then, but the ball is bola, you want to cross the half line, para kumunta ka sa goal mo. Diba? That's the way you should do it. And when you say goal, you don't want to say goal at the half line. Diba? Kasi you don't want to say goal. Basta kaya lang goal, you don't want to say goal. No, you're not aiming at the right one. Maliwala ko ba? Okay, parang siguro parang kumikisipulit yun. Sino sa inyo? Kaya pa nakakapagsapit. Do you know the difference between a man shopping and a woman shopping? Hindi tingin lang natin. Okay, I need yung gadget na ito, ang sinayang board, ang mag-ibayang board. So let's say pumasok ka sa isang malaking mall. Okay, you go there. You don't look at the store with the pants. You don't look at the store with this. You go to the store where the gadgets are sold, and when you go there, you don't say, what the? Can I have a board? Yes. So you buy the board, and then you You went into the mall, and you went into the store, and you got exactly what you needed. And the mall got done. But why not sell it? Okay? You really sell it to me. I just buy it. Okay? You get the hand of it at the door. So now I'm going to say, Oh, you got the big door. Look at it. Oh, so, 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 so. Hey, I'm going to go again. What the hell? I'm going to go again. I'm going to go again. Okay. I'm going to go again. I'm going to go again. I'm going to go again. You might have to spend some more money than usual. 
it is summarized in the Ten Commandments. Maliwanag po ba? The Word of God tells you what's right and wrong. As if you keep on meditating the Word of God, if you keep practicing the Word of God, you will develop a discernment that you will know it's Because there are certain gray areas of God. You will sense it because you are walking in the Spirit behind the Amen po ba? Okay, the second thing I'd like to share with you is this. Use God's opportunities wisely. Okay? Sabi dito sa Amplified, make the most of your time on earth, recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity and using it with wisdom and diligence because the days are filled with evil. In other words, yeah, there's darkness that's going on. But you need to understand how to see things from God's point of view. Darkness does not mean it's a scary time. Darkness for us believers is an opportunity to shine. Understand what I'm saying? Problems are opportunities where God can prove His faithfulness. Difficulties are opportunities where God can prove His word. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay? So, we don't have to do that. A few years ago, I was studying some of the prophetic utterances of certain individuals. There's a guy named Bob Jones. He already died. Uh, I, I talked to you about revival happy that news. Because he saw the healing revival. That took place, and one of the names that comes to mind is Paul Roberts. He saw uh, the revival of uh, the charismatic movement. And that took place, especially during that time. Businessmen, gospel businessmen, breakfast, or ordinary people giving gifts of the Holy Spirit, and then he saw a revival of the faith where people would come in and take down notes because they would be taught how to believe God for certain things. Okay? Then he speaks with those words, says, and there's another one that's coming, it's the big one. I won't see it, but it's coming. Thank God. Okay? Then this is another guy who's raised up in the past. Is Bob Jones. He died a few years ago, maybe five or six years ago. And you know, he, he said the big one that will reveal the glory of God on the earth before Jesus Christ comes. I believe that's right. And he said, I'll give you a sign. Now, you sign the sign, it's much more familiar if you're an American. Because it's in an American context. I remember the Sunday, I go to Father Perry. Father Perry, is there a Super Bowl that's taking place? Yes, in 30 minutes. And I ask, are the Chiefs playing? Yes, the Chiefs are going against the 49ers. Okay, so I'm, I'm excited. Why? I didn't want to come there. The Chiefs. Well, I need a Super Bowl. I can't make a Super Bowl. See, the Super Bowl is like a championship game uh, between two uh, football teams. And the Chiefs won them for Kansas and 49ers. I think that's kind of fun, I'm not sure. They won't be sad, I didn't watch it. But this guy, this, this guy bought this about 12, maybe 10 years ago, said, this is the sign that God gave me. When the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, the revival is small. Well, it's like saying, Coca Filipinas, qualify as a championship, another one in China, another one in America, another one in Europe. It's like saying that underdogs are They've never been, the Chiefs have never been in a championship for 50 years. But Sabia, this is like that game. When the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, the revival is on. And he died. So I asked Father Perry, the Chiefs are dead yes. Well, last Sunday, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. You know what the day is last Sunday? February 
Dari itu aja. Jadi kita lagi, terus ada. Zero to. Zero to. Tapi itu aja. Tapi pinali ternyata, it still looks the same. Wendy, 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 Wendy. Dan seorang saya, I don't believe God is a God of uh, coincidence. He worked the battles. Uh, here it says, after you know Big 20. Now, sabi na ni Bishop Gene, he wrote this on Facebook, that's what I can say. Saying that God told me this year 2020 is the year of a double blessing, double anointing. Okay? God is going to double everything with us. I believe that. Okay? Because if you think it can go, 20, 20, 20, 20. The year 2020 is repeated twice. It's double. The number two is repeated twice. And if you look at the Holy Scriptures, number two, it refers to the second person of the Trinity. Who's the second person of the Trinity? Jesus. There is the Old Testament and the New Testament. Two things. What do you want to go on? You talk about the two natures of Christ. God is man. God is the Son of God. Okay? And when Jesus Christ sent his disciples, he sent them what? One by one? Two by one. Two by one. Because the it doubles the power. One can put a thousand to fight, two can put ten thousand, not two thousand. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I think there's a doubling of everything that comes to it because it's needed because, uh, like I said, 2010, God showed me something about. Uh, Isaiah 16, the darkness is there, and it's deep darkness. I mean, Satan is losing everything against the world. And God is not going to take that setting down. He's also going to lose his, his, his anointing in the world that time. This is going to be an encounter between light and darkness. And light is going to be important. God wants you to be the army of light. Well, you want to go back? Guess what? You have to win the game two by two. Analisa, Analisa, the one, sudden death. I'll give you one guess. You know, best of the Chiefs. Two over two. You coach Nila, with Paranito, it is his 222nd win. Coincidence? No believe God works in the signs. He's showing us. He's doubling everything for us. Because He wants us to double down in the darkness. And you want to go back? We are in interesting times. So praise God is one reason why I want to release this word. It's because I want us to have this direction that we have. God is meaning business right now. He's bringing the church. Those who are really His. Giving us a choice. This is the line that we divide. We cross the line with God. We divide by God. Amen. 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 Am